You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Dynasty listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement rings and more. Use code LOCKEDON at checkout. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. Follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going? It's going great. Uh, I thought yesterday's conversation about the Raiders was a blast, and now we get to talk Chargers, which could be even more fun. Um, boy, the AFC West is <laughs> pretty topical, to say the least. Oh, so just loaded, right? I mean, yeah, right. uh, it was certainly an arms race. We saw the, the success of the Chargers, the Chiefs. Raiders had a really good year. Uh, and, and then this offseason – these these four teams, including the the Denver Broncos, have just been uh, trying to one up each other in in the moves they made. Uh, we'll talk uh, we'll talk Denver later in the week, but mm-hmm. of course Russell Wilson there, and uh, the, the the Chargers have made multiple additions on the defensive side of the ball. We won't won't talk about that much today, but certainly been impactful. That's going to be such a fun uh, a, a fun division to watch this season. Well, without question. But we got a lot to talk about with this team. We do. We do. We better jump right into it. Uh, not a ton of changes, really, for the Chargers. They're uh, on offense, at least. They're basically trying to run it back. Still Justin Herbert, their young superstar quarterback. Austin Eckler still leading the backfield. They did draft Isaiah Spiller, who fell to day three. Uh, he was once viewed as even as a potential 101 in this rookie class, and uh, his value fell in the NFL draft. It has fallen in uh, Dynasty rookie drafts. I'm sure we'll talk about him a little bit more. Joshua Kelly, Larry Roundtree, a couple of those depth running backs who they tried in previous years. I would expect Spiller would take uh, one or or both of their jobs uh, this coming year. Wide receivers, Keenan Allen, they get Mike Williams back uh, on a new deal. Josh Palmer, Jalen Guyton, a couple of rookies from last year who played well. Uh, And then tight end, they did sign Gerald Everett. They let Jared Cook go. Uh, So Gerald Everett back to Los Angeles, former Ram, former Seahawk. And Donald Parham, uh, still the the depth piece there. And and a, a dynasty favorite certainly is Parham. So Matt, uh, other than just being pretty stacked top to bottom, what are your thoughts on this Chargers squad? Yeah, well, big picture. I mean, I think that they addressed their offensive line, which yeah. I love. You know, you know Zion Johnson in the first round, and there's a lot of pieces on their front. I, I think Staley, the head coach, probably learned a tough lesson or two as a rookie head coach. I know he's more of a defensive guy, but... Um, you know, things like their special teams and decision-making and clock management and things like that should be better. So I think you can never forget that a, a young coach-quarterback combination will have some growing pains, and I think they'll only get better because I think both those guys, Staley and Herbert, of course, have very bright futures in this league. 
So I think the arrow's going up heavily on this organization. I think I did a power ranks for Peacock and Williamson recently, and I had them fourth or fifth in the league. You know, I'm I'm a Chargers believer. No, by the way, their defense looks better, and guys like J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack should maybe even create more turnovers for the offense. You know, since we're talking fantasy here. Yeah, definitely a, a fun team, as I said. Uh, when you look at this team, we've got Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, uh, all have been in the league for a few years, all uh, kind of getting up there, I would say, at least in, in dynasty fantasy terms. Uh, is there one of those players that you would be trying to buy right now in dynasty, or are you going with someone else? See, there's a lot of guys I want to buy from this team. And, and I guess I'll just get it out of the way is I couldn't believe more in Justin Herbert as an NFL prospect player, fantasy aside. So, I mean, if you're buying a quarterback, and I know he'll be unbelievably expensive, I'm not going to slow you down on Herbert, which of course has a massive ripple effect for all these guys. But the two cheapies that I think are buys right now at their current cost are Josh Palmer and mm. a guy I've been stashing everywhere since he came in the league is Gerald Everett. I think this is an ideal spot for Everett, who's flashed. You know, he was the, my prototypical hot young tight end for a lot of years, but I think he's now coming into his own in a great situation. I'm not trying to be hot takey here, but I think he's going to be a tight end one this year. A top 12 guy. Yeah, I like the call on on Gerald Everett again. We saw Jared Cook had have some success uh in that on that team recently, so I, I don't think it's a stretch to say that that Everett could at the very least match that if if not exceed uh, the numbers that, that Cook put up. I really like the Josh Palmer call, and it seems like early in the offseason, before free agency, there there was a, a steady climb when it came to Palmer's dynasty value. Uh, there was the expectation that they wouldn't be able to keep Mike Williams in town. He was an impending free agent. Ultimately, they uh, they tagged him, and I believe they got a long-term deal done yeah, with, did, Mike, with Mike Williams. So he'll be around for a little while, but uh, even with Williams there with Keenan Allen there, we, we saw Palmer kind of flash last season and I still have pretty high expectations for him. Once Williams. Yeah. Once Williams was, was locked back in uh, on that roster, Palmer's value just flatlined. He's the wide receiver 87 right now in our ADP at DLF. He's barely hanging on to a, a top 200 spot, 190 overall. Ooh, um, I didn't realize I, he was that cheap even. Wow. Yeah, yeah, very, very cheap. Uh, I think he's uh, also going to be pretty easy to acquire in trades. I, I'm with you. Those those are the guys that I want to spend on. I, I would love to have Keenan Allen or Austin Eckler on my teams, uh, but at their ages, I, I'm not going to pay up for – what they cost in a trade. And if you're thinking about a, a startup draft, I'm not drafting him, them in the second round in Eckler's case, the, you know, what fourth or fifth round for Allen. I'm just not spending that type of draft capital or trade capital on those two players. So you, you do need to dig a little bit deeper unless you're spending up on Justin Herbert, as you also suggested, we're, we're really sharing a brain on this one. Yeah, I think we are. So, 
maybe we should do our little break here and then come back on the sell because I have a hunch we might be selling the same people. Uh, maybe so, maybe so. <laughs> we, we will do that. We'll do that. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. Let me tell you a little about our friends here at Blue Nile, BlueNile.com. And whether you're getting ready to pop the question, some of you younger folks out there, or you're celebrating a milestone moment along those lines, I, my 25th anniversary is on the horizon, and my wife's 50th birthday is right around the corner. So I'm going to be checking out BlueNile.com in a big way here coming up without a doubt, a shred of doubt in my mind. But, you know, when you go to BlueNile.com, you're going to find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. So you can build an engagement ring of her dreams or in, in my situation, you know, celebrate life special moments with fine jewelry. If you're looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing, I'm not great at picking it out. Don't get me wrong. I need all the help I can get. Blue Now has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. They're available via phone or chat. I've done that before. They've been extremely helpful to find a, mem a memorable gift at every budget. That's important here as well. So here's what you got to do. So make the moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And all of our Locked On listeners get 50% off purchases, $500 or more. Um, that in includes engagement stuff, which is uncommon, folks, to be honest with you. Use our code LOCKEDON, all caps, all one word, LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON. Plus, every order is insured ships free and arrives in discreet patch packaging that won't give away what's inside. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but you don't want your, your wife grabbing just uh, something that comes to the door, opening it, and you don't get a chance to give it to her and present it the right way. So you also can shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Thank you so much. It's a wonderful product. We have an important favor to ask you. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcast. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thanks for your help. Matt, we're talking about the Los Angeles Chargers today. We love Justin Herbert. He's expensive, but worth it in Dynasty. Uh, beyond that, we're, we're digging a little deeper. We like Josh Palmer. We like Gerald Everett. We are seeing eye to eye on that one. Who are you selling on this LA Chargers roster. I mean, I think it has to be Allen and especially Eklar. You know, I mean, they're Allen's a declining player. I don't think he'll fall off a cliff. You know, he's such a good technician. He's so reliable that he still has value. And I, I'm not going to like make sure he has to get off my team. Eklar is going very high in redrafts, rightfully so. I think he's primed for a great season. I just don't know how much longer he can last at his size and his all-around usage. And then the other thing, you kind of talked about Williams with his big contract. Well, Herbert's is coming. I mean, sure. it, it, sooner than later, 
expensive guys are either going to have to be cut or replaced. You know, Allen and Eckler come to mind too, that if you're going to commit to Williams and Palmer and guys like that, well, the older expensive guys are going to get pushed out because of Herbert's contract coming up. Yeah. Good points. Uh, Austin Eckler is, uh, I mean, he's, he's coming off probably the best year of his career. His, uh, dynasty value, at least in our ADP, is much higher than uh, I would be comfortable drafting him. He's the 2.03 right now, so an early second rounder. He's the RB7. Uh, I mean, on its own, that doesn't sound too bad. But uh, again, at his age, I, th- I think we're we're just drafting almost strictly based on last season. And uh, mm-hmm. as, as good as the Chargers are, I, I don't totally expect that to uh, you know, I don't expect Austin to, to replicate that type of production. Uh, looking at our trade finder, the trades don't quite match the ADP. And I kind of thought that might be the case here. Uh, we've got several trades of Eckler for a future first for a 2023 first rounder. We know how valuable those are. Typically, I think if you're trading a guy like Eckler, you want more than just a single first. Um, probably right. Yeah. Here's I'm sure contenders will give you a first for him. Sure. Sure. Here's an example of Eckler for the 1.11 plus a 23 first rounder. So now you're getting two first, uh, Eckler for Kenny Pickett and Amari Cooper in a super flex league. That's, that's essentially the, the value of two first rounders. Uh, pick it a first round of this year. Cooper may be worth a, a, a late first himself. Yeah, the, the trade market is not quite the same, which is what I was afraid of. I, I certainly wouldn't draft Eckler uh, that early in the second round. I, I don't think I would draft him in the second round at all, honestly. Um, I, I think he might be one you need to wait. We talked about this yesterday with... Uh, with Jacobs, with, Josh Jacobs. Uh, well, I think it was Adams with the idea... Oh, of, yeah, yeah, right. ...with right. the veterans wait until the season is going. Eckler might be one where you want to wait. Um, I mean, here, he might be the running back one after th- after a month. Here's I mean, one he I do. He has to go crazy this year. For sure. Here's one I kind of like. Eckler for Saquon Barkley, uh, David Bell, and a future third. Which side do you like there? Hmm. Those two pieces mean like nothing for me. It's almost uh, Eckler versus Barkley, and I still have Eckler ahead of him. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. It's fair. I, guess. I have one that happened in one of my leagues I wanted to throw by you. Yeah, let's hear and it. It was basically, there was a, a third round pick one way or another, but it was basically Eckler for T. Higgins. Uh, I want I want T. Higgins there. Like, I pretty pretty easily. Pretty heavily? Okay. Yeah. I think it was like Higgins in a third for Eckler. Yeah. I mean, you're thinking that's it's still unbalanced. Okay. I mean, I think it's fair, you know, based on the, the data we have, based on the... Mm-hmm the the ADP and rankings, you know, matter no matter what site you're using. But I mean, my personal preference and team building strategy, I would want the young wide receiver over the old running back, like ten times out of ten. Yeah, I mean, a year from now, you can't tell me Eckler's would be worth more than Higgins. No, no. Um, I think a lot of these comments would be echoed for for Keenan Allen, except the value is even further down. Uh, a little bit older. I believe he is over 30 years old at this point. Continues to be productive. 
and and we can talk about him maybe a little bit more because he might uh he might show up but that's that's probably one reason I I wouldn't expect to sell Keenan Allen right now. No, that makes sense. I mean, he's going to be a tough one to get good value for cuz you're starting him on you know week 1. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, anybody else that you're selling specifically on this roster? No, I have two other guys just to kind of chat about, but maybe we'll do that after the break. Well, uh, maybe one of them. Okay, maybe one of them. I-, I wanted to ask you. We agreed that Eckler is the is the sell here. Does that make Isaiah Spiller a buy for you? See, he's one of the two I wanted to talk about. Him and Mike Williams I wanted to discuss because I think the Spiller hate, and hate's the wrong word, got too strong because after he ran a bad 40. You know what I mean? Like, we were talking about him as a clear number three rookie running back not too long ago, and, and maybe even before Walker emerged as the second guy. And yeah. I never loved him at that price. And the more I watched him, I thought, he's good. He's not great. I don't love him. But then it just seemed like, boy, he, he just fell off a cliff and didn't test well. And I think he's a nice pickup in the mid-second round of rookie drafts now. But I never think he'll be the one here. Like, I don't think he's Eckler's successor. I think he's the guy on fourth and one. They go and run the ball behind Zion Johnson when Staley's going for it all the time. And I think he's a quality receiver. But he's better than Roundtree, Jackson, Kelly, all those guys you mentioned before. So he's valuable. Well, it seems like every offseason we kind of hear, especially as we get closer to the to training camp and, and the preseason, we kind of hear the, the same line from the Chargers that they want to uh, they want to limit uh, Austin Eckler's work and they want to share that backfield a little bit more. And of course, part of that has to do with with his his size, obviously. Uh, right. But, but then when when the, the real games start. I mean, Kelly and, and Roundtree and Jackson haven't been – they just haven't been good enough to to play a significant role consistently. Right, and then they look the next year for another one. And right, they, one. they right. do it again, yeah. and, and they've done it again this year. Uh, I, I'm, I agree with you. I think Spiller is certainly better and a better prospect than Kelly, Roundtree, Jackson, and those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but is he good enough to earn that role? And if so, will it hurt Austin Eckler's – production even in the short term i'm not worried about it hurting eckler okay maybe he steals two touchdowns or something okay but he also might keep him a little fresher or you know so i don't have to worry about it hurting eckler i just think spiller will be the two but i'm not looking at him like when they move on from eckler this it'll be his job you know like if you know that he's the, the guy in waiting okay that's fair All right, after this break, we will talk about one player we want to hold on to from this Chargers roster. Hey, everyone. As you guys know, I'm a big Built Bar fan. They don't last long around our house at all. But you might not know that I love brownies as well. But you know what I like even better is the brownie batter. Sometimes I eat a ton of the batter even before we the the, the brownies are done. My wife you know yells at me and but hey, you can't help yourself. It's so good. So these two things have combined themselves, and Built has a new creation, and this one's as good as ever, as good as any they've ever had, which is really saying something. The Brownie Batter Puff. 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> this puff takes protein bars to a whole new level, and they're available right now on Built.com. Um, if you built, if you tried any of the Built Puffs yet, I've told you about it before. I mean, I'm not sure what you're waiting for. They're they're really really good. Uh, they're chocolate covered marshmallow protein bar. I mean, deliciously flavored marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. I've told you before, my wife's kind of a chocolate snob, and she eats these things like crazy, and it's like, man, it doesn't have that waxy chocolate that a lot of the protein bars have. They only have 140 calories, but still have 17 grams of protein and only 7 grams of sugar. The, the brownie batter puffs are the perfect pick-me-up for any day. Uh, all Built Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate, as I mentioned. That means that, that with Built, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy it doing so. Um, they're made with a collagen protein with your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Uh, you'll, these brownie batter puffs, you, you'll just forget that you're eating a protein bar because they're tasty. Uh, no need to pinch yourself. This is real life. So go to BuiltBar.com. No, I'm sorry. Go to Built.com to get brownie batter puffs now. Uh, here's what you do. Go to Built.com. Use our promo code LOCKED15, all one word, LOCKED15, and that gets you 15% off your order. So use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Now make the Locked On NFL your second listen. The schedule may be dark, but the NFL never stops, and neither does Locked On NFL. Get insights and opinions from hosts including Ross Jackson, Chris Carter, and Tony Wiggins, plus local Locked On NFL hosts repping all 32 squads. There's no off-season for real fans, so make sure you're subscribed to Locked On NFL on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, I think Keenan Allen is the definition of a hold right now. Uh, looking at his, uh, looking at his ADP, he is the wide receiver, twenty-eight in ADP, fifty-five overall. He is uh, just turned thirty years old, so he's uh, beyond beyond that plateau where you're going to see some really nice trade value for him. Looking at uh, uh, at the trade finder, it's it's pretty ugly here. Uh, in yeah, fact, he he might he might be closer to a buy than a hold because there's one Keenan Allen for Romeo Dubs and Charlie Kohler, a couple of really? third third fourth round rookies. I so feel I'm like I'm thinking those guys in the third round. Yeah, really? I feel like I'm missing something with that one, but you sure and not a future uh, second, or you know, like it seems like there's a big piece missing. Yeah, here's another one, uh, Keenan Allen for the 2.05 and 3.05. Keenan Allen. Now this one seems more realistic. Uh, I still like the Allen side, but it's Keenan Allen for Kadarius Tony, David Njoku, Dwayne Eskridge, and a third rounder. So those are the types of consolidation deals that I love to make this time of year. They're win-win. You know, if you've got, if you're a contender and need one more piece, Allen might be the perfect piece for that. Uh, if you've got him and you're far from contending and you can turn him into Kadarius Tony and David Njoku, that's a solid trade. I, I love that trade. Win-win in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I guess that does make him the definition of a hold. I mean, I mentioned him as a sell, but I'm not giving them away for two thirds, you know. I mean, or anything like that. I could see the Tony side. You know, I, I like Tony a lot. I mean, that, that's just one of my favorite guys to grab right now. 
But I can't give Allen away for nothing. I'd rather he rotted away in Larry Fitzgerald-like fashion on my bench for the next five years. Yeah, another one. Allen, this, actually, I think I would do this one. Allen for Russell Wilson and the, the uh, 1.10 rookie pick. So I'd Russell Wilson. Wilson pl- side. Yeah, Wilson plus the 10th pick for Keenan Allen. So just just seeing uh, just seeing Keenan, Keenan Val, excuse me, Keenan Allen's value all over the place. I mean, he's being traded for first rounders and third rounders. Um, that, that does kind of make him a hold in my opinion. Certainly no, no consensus on his value. Uh, I know a lot of, a lot of dynasty managers would look at, uh, his history, which has been, uh, super impressive and that, that great roster and, and quarterback play that we've talked about today and think that he's, he's a player that they want on their roster. Others simply see that age 30 and think, uh, got to, got to get him off this roster no matter what. Uh, that's, that's usually You're not get more for him in October than though. Than yeah, now. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he's going to be the, the wide receiver 11 in October after five or six weeks. And someone's going to say, here's two seconds for him or my future first, or, you know, I mean, he's a good player on a great situation. So Mike Williams was the other player. I think you mentioned that you wanted to talk about before we uh, wrap up the chargers conversation today. Um, I mean, really a a tale of two seasons for Mike Williams, you know, the way he started off the 2021 season, we were having conversations like, is this guy top 10 dynasty wide receiver? And Mm -hmm. uh, you know, how many, how many future first are you trading for Mike Williams? In fact, after week five, so five weeks into the season, Mike Williams was the wide receiver two in fantasy this past season. Weeks one through five, wide receiver two. From week six through ten, the next five weeks, he's the wide receiver 80. Yeah. So, what are we doing with Mike Williams? So, he was my hold. And here's my take on Williams, and I own a lot of of his shares, because I was very impressed with him coming out of school. He's been a hard guy to move. I have added him over the years here and there as well when his stock was low. Um, injuries and inconsistencies are obviously the, the red flags with this guy. But several sources told me, you know, before free agency, don't be surprised if Mike Williams makes a fortune. The, the league likes Mike Williams more than the media does. And I think the numbers, you know, bore that out. You know, he was a... Franchise receiver, they didn't bat an eye to franchise him. You know, he was a top 10 pick easily coming out. And then they signed him to a big contract that if he was on the open market, I think he'd be making 18, 19, $20 million a year because what he does is hard to find. And it, it meshes with Herbert, you know, his skill set to push the ball down the field. And during his good times, Williams did some of the... Michael Thomas stuff, you know, remember they hired the Saints offensive coordinator and mm. we all thought, you know, who's going to, is Kamara going to become Eckler and is Williams going to become Thomas or is that going to be Allen? And I, I think he's more well-rounded than just a big go up and get it guy. Yeah, I think I misspoke earlier saying that the uh, Chargers had had tagged Mike Williams. They got that deal done uh, prior to the franchise tag oh, deadline. They, they, yeah. Yeah, didn't didn't have to use the tag on him. They get a three-year, 
uh, signed Mike Williams to a three-year, $60 million deal. Uh, at the time, I remember thinking that that was a little rich for Mike Williams. Uh, but then the way we've seen the offseason go with Devonta Adams, with Tyree Kill, with uh, even guys like DJ Moore getting $20 million a year, uh, certainly seems like uh, more – a market value deal for the chargers and, and for Williams as well. So uh, I think everything you said is, is, is probably right. Uh, as far as uh, the NFL and, and teams like him more, maybe than dynasty managers do. And the reality is he's not going to be the Mike Williams that we saw from weeks one through five, where he was the top two guy, you know, he's probably never going to be a top five fantasy scorer again on a consistent basis. Uh, but he's also not the wide receiver 80, right? I mean, he's, he's a good he's solid wide receiver too. Yeah. He's a wide receiver too. Um, at, at worst, a wide receiver three in in a very uh-huh. deep wide receiver group. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, Probably I, he's, for the next five years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, still, still young for sure. You know, 20, uh-huh. what? Uh, actually, he's 27 years old. He's he's probably one of those guys that are a little bit older than most people think. But um, you know, may, two years from now, we're talking about him value-wise, like we're talking about uh, Keenan Allen. That it's a player we we maybe want to stay away from. So, but Herbert win- will be in the height of his power at that point, and Williams might be catching a lot of balls with Allen out of the picture, and you know, and. This is an exact. This is too far because we just talked about the Raiders, but in two years from now, could we be talking about him as we talk about Devontae Adams yesterday, or eighty percent of that, or ninety percent of that? Well, I mean, the difference is Adams put up the big numbers before he got to age twenty-seven, right? I mean, he had already put up wide receiver one type numbers. I know, and I mean, I guess Williams has as well. I think he finished the season as the wide receiver twelve, uh, so he he hung on to that that wide receiver one range last year, uh, j- just barely. I, I, don't I guess know. my point though, if Herbert is Aaron Rodgers two years from now, Mike Williams will be doing pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so if you had to put him in one of these three categories, are you buying, selling or holding? You're holding? Holding. Yeah. I, I'm happy to keep him on my team and I'm not anxious to move him. And I have him in a lot of teams. But you're not, you're not going out to get more shares. No, but if someone opens a trade conversation with me and I scan their roster and Mike Williams is one of the names that stands out to me, well, what do you want for Williams? You know, I mean, I'm not avoiding them. That's for sure. If you're a contender and and I'm assuming you are Matt in all your leagues, if that's nice of you, if you're a contender, are you giving that 2023 first rounder, which you hope to be late for Mike Williams? Probably. Um, I think I'd rather Mike Williams than Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave. I think he's in that range. Um, yeah. I'd probably not give the first, uh, but that's more about what else the first could get me, not Williams, mm-hmm. right? Like, if Williams is my wide receiver 26, I might be able to get my wide receiver 17 with that with that future first. Uh, as, as hot as right, the market right. is for those picks. So because of that, I'd, I'd probably aim a little higher than Mike Williams if I was set on on trading that first away. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Like, 
if I'm a contender, which I am, as you said, uh, you know, that future first, I can probably package with something and maybe get Waddle. Where if I yeah. package Williams with that same something, I might not get Waddle. Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.